Welcome to the Smith and Rowland Show. Let's join our host, Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is yet another episode of the Smith and Rowland Show, the place where you find peace, joy, comfort, and the holiday spirit. Now, here's Alan Smith. You sounded like a Christmas song there, Jeff. I'm so proud of you. We've been, just so our listeners know, I've been praying for Jeff and the Scrooge spirit. He somehow or another, he fell into the Scrooge spirit, but he's coming out. He, he actually, in his introduction this morning, made us sound like a Christmas card. And now the theme of our podcast is the Grinch who stole Christmas, the commercialization <laughs> of the Christmas <laughs> holiday. That's what we're yeah. going to be discussing today, ladies and gentlemen. No, it's we're the not. stress and pressure built by the Christmas holiday to get the right gift for all of those that you love instead <laughs> no, of celebrating no. the gift of no. Jesus Christ. No, listeners, he <laughs> fell off the truck right there. We're not going to t- say a thing about that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Roland, we've got an article here by Dennis Prager. You know Dennis right He's got a, an article here. I'll have to be a little bit of the devil's advocate. I think you've read it, and I have not, but I'll read it, and I'll get up to date just as, as we read it. But the title of it is America First or America Only. Yep. Now, both of those are a question, American First question or uh-huh. American Only. So Prager starts this article off, Mr. Rowland. He says, yes. I am a strong advocate of America First. Indeed, I believe the citizens of every country should put their country first. The case for doing so is not difficult to make. Just as people should put their families' well-being first, they should put their country's well-being first. Just as we would regard parents who put the well-being of others' families before or even on par with the well-being of their own family. We should regard people who place other countries' well-being before that of their own country as defective citizens. Mm -hmm. I kind of like what he's saying there. Similarly, with rare exceptions, such as in the time of war or when saving another person's life, people should first take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. America has never been just a country, nor is America an ethnic group or race. America is an idea, the greatest Mm -hmm. nation making idea in world history wow what a i agree with that the bible teaches a similar thing i believe even concerning church it's a phrase that many people use mission starts at home and if you read acts when the lord gave them the command he said to spread be witnesses unto me right where you are in the region and then the uttermost parts of the earth that's what he says so before you can go out you need to take care of home first. Yes, exactly. So there is that parallel. Now, in America, Alan, there is the argument, and as you read on down through the article, we'll come to it, but there is the argument on, the, you know, when Donald Trump was running, his theme was make America great again. Well, that's right. now been, it's taken by the other side and used in a negative light. I don't understand, maybe you can explain to me why it is, that people don't want America to be great again. Well, the only people that say that is America's enemies. I mean, it's just you're you're America's enemy if you say that. So I think you need to be identified as an enemy, not as an American. So I mean, the Democrat uh, Party then would be an enemy to the country. Exactly, because as, as he was saying there, America is an ideal. It's an idea that you sign up to. Right. If you don't sign up to that ideal, then you're non-American. 
it's just that simple. I mean, that's kind of first and second grade education there will get you understanding on that one. And so we have a lot of non-American people. Jeff, there's a, I don't think that you have, if you hate America, I think you give up your right to have an opinion on America. You just need to leave. That might sound harsh. And I mean, now, if you disagree with things that are going on in America, I don't think you need to leave. Right. But if you want to kill, I mean, if you disagree with me and you, well, that's fine. Just don't listen to us. You have a choice. Yeah. But it's not right to come and shoot somebody or try to kill somebody. And neither is it right to say because you don't agree with somebody's idea that their ideas should be silenced and not heard by anybody. Because if this is a nation of ideas, then our ideas should lead the way in every conversation. But we at least ought to have a conversation about it. Exactly. And we're not, you know, in America, the idea of America is it's freedom of speech, but there's also mm-hmm. a freedom of religion. And we want to talk about freedom of speech, but we also have freedom of religion. And the reason those freedoms are necessary is so our Christianity can exist. But yeah. in today's, uh, a lot of today's culture that they're trying to spread is let's do away with Christianity or, or the cancel culture, we call it, wants to do away with opposition. I think that whether you be Muslim or whether you be atheist or whatever you might be, your religion of choice, I still think that Christianity should be able to debate it mm-hmm. and to win any debate. It's yeah. not that you don't have the debate. I welcome the debate. I think that is just, I know a lot of people are uncomfortable with debate, Jeff. Yeah. A lot of people are made uncomfortable by debate, but they need to understand that debate is necessary for psychological health, for spiritual health, for human health. Yeah, and the debate on America first is a debate that, okay, let's let's have that debate. My thought is, if you are an American, why would you not choose America first? It's inconceivable to me that you could live in this country and not want to put your country first. Well, I think what's happened, Jeff, is it's a, a sad story, really, because one reason people have not put America first is because of just the cost of goods. When the American dollar will barely buy you enough groceries and then pay the rent, and then the dollar makes a difference. So as of now, imports from China and other countries tend to be cheaper than what you can get some of the American goods. I'm not saying all of them, and you're not either, but some of the, a lot of the essentials are so much cheaper that it causes people to go south on that choice, as you're mentioning Mm -hmm. there. In an economic stance, I totally agree with that. I think that's the right observation as to why people would do that economically. But then there are other factors, Alan, like you're talking about a minute ago, culturally. Why would we choose a European culture over a culture that at one time made this nation or was a part of the fabric of this nation when we were great. So what would cause us to flee from the things that made us great to embrace something else? To me, that is not putting America first. No, that's you know, actually you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. 
I think, Jeff, it's a prideful statement myself. Mm -hmm. A lot of people say it'd be pride to make American first. No, that's common sense. That's not pride. That's just common sense. America needs to be first so everybody can pay their bills. That's all. That's exactly Everybody's got a place to live. It's common sense to say America first. It's common sense to say, well, my family's first. I get all that. And I think it's pride that causes people to say, well, we want to be like Europe. Well, if you want to be like Europe, go to Europe. If you won't be That's like right. Europe and uh, you don't need to change the rest of us. There's also another side to it, Jeff, and that is as Christians, we want to give away. Yeah. And it looks like that would not be America first. It would be, let's say we want to help a third world country. And so our Christianity says that we're to help our enemies or those that are less fortunate. And so we're to be, to be more benevolent. And I, though, submit to you for conversation that I'm for helping third world countries, those that are lesser than the advantages we have here. But you cannot break the just the common sense understanding. It's better to give the egg away than it is to kill the chicken. In other words, mm-hmm. you, you can keep giving eggs away forever. But if you kill the chicken, it all stops. So the common sense factor is you need to say America first so we can bless other nations. It's the wrong makes that stand. Prater makes that stand in the article. He's what he says in that article is that he, well, he said he not really, but he says that if you put America first, that does not mean that you're saying America only, because if you begin to say America only, you are violating what America stands for and has stood for, and the idea oh, okay. of America. Okay. That's one thing he's that, saying is you cannot say definition. America only. Yes, that's There's that's what he said in the article. The definition of America first oh, is so okay. that we can be strong enough to help others. And it's not an America only mentality, but right. an American first mentality. And that's pervasive. Most of the progressive left think that conservatives are saying America only. And as you read the article, he defines how that progressives are living out the America only idea and not putting America first at all. You know, so if you don't put America first, you're actually living out an America only idea. And that violates the America that we. And it violates America. Yeah, it does. So I totally agree that strength must begin at home. And uh, if you can start in that, like in the second paragraph of that article, Alan, and read on. Yeah, I'm looking uh, here trying to find. He's got some great stuff. He has he has an illog- illogical position and an immoral position. Right. That must be where he, and then he goes into an un-American position. Yeah. Is that what you're thinking about? Yeah. Just, That's yeah, the last of the article. It. He has subtitled an un-American position, which brings me to the third problem. First problem he's saying is an illogical. The second problem, Im- immoral third problem is a non-American position, which brings me to the third problem, which this version of America first is not an only illogical and amoral. It is un-American. America has never been just a country, nor is American an ethnic group or race. American is an idea, the greatest nation making idea in world history. America was set up to be a bright, shining light and has always seen itself correctly, I believe, as exceptional. The American firsters who believe in America only do not see America as a moral force for good in the world. It should not even comment on good and evil outside of its borders. 
As for the argument offered by every American-only advocate that America must first deal with its own problems before helping any other people on Earth, this simply means that America will never help any other people on Earth. That's right. That's right. That's right. There never was and never will be a time when America is free of domestic problems. That's right. So I now, I mean, I just now understand the title, but I I do get that as we read this article. And I think that is a very, that's a thought that needs to be defined. Yeah, it is. Thought being America first or America only. Well, and Uh, consider, consider the fact that I mean, there are a lot of logical debates that would say, to which to some degree I agree with, that, for example, we are helping Israel with their borders when ours is wide open. We're helping the Ukrainians with their borders when ours is wide open. I agree with that, with that argument. It is a logical argument, but what it points to is we need to deal with our border, not that we necessarily need to pull back from helping the oppressed deal with their problems. You know, it just, it just points out that we have a problem of our own that we need to address. I do think that if we pull back completely, then you fall prey to this America only concept. And that doesn't just violate the American idea, but I believe it violates scripture. You know, we, I don't think that there is never a time that we need to keep our mouth shut about the sin that perplexes our society just to wait until we take care of all of the sin in our own life. I do understand that we need to take care of the sin in our own life, but that does not mean that we shouldn't speak out against the sins that plague our society. If we keep our voice shut until we get our own house taken care of, We're never going to open our voice because sin is a perplexing problem that we deal with and will until we see Jesus. And so there's parallels there. I think the America only thing doesn't just violate the American idea. I think it violates scripture. It carries us into the thought process, Jeff, of using the chicken and the egg. Mm -hmm. I think you need to keep the chicken alive and well and produce eggs every day. Mm -hmm. With our border situation, the reason that one's, I mean, I totally agree with what you're saying, but it must bring a great thought to the problem of our borders because you're going to kill the chicken if you're not careful. If you leave our borders so wide open, you can absorb a little bit of, it's just, it makes you wonder how dedicated you are to securing borders of other countries when you don't secure your own. Exactly. You know, that's all. It's just, I am not, Jeff, just for shutting down the United States because of who we are. We are a nation made up of immigrants. So our strength has been our immigration policy. Right. And I think the immigration policy has been too stringent to the point that people, we've got two extremes. You either got to lie, cheat, and steal to get in, or you come through like they're doing now in waves. But then you have a governmental policy that anything can happen. So we tend to go from one extreme to the other. But when you totally let the borders loose, that's kind of a reaction to being too strict. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 an overreaction. Yep. It's an mm-hmm. overcorrection. But mm-hmm. I do think that we've been possibly 
Now, this I'm I'm pretty much a novice on the concept, but I'm not a novice when I see the borders that we have now. I do understand that that's a reaction to being too strict, and so mm-hmm. I think well, it's that, a, it's a re, it's at the very least a reaction to disorganization in handling border traffic. Yeah. We're just absolutely woefully disorganized in how to handle what's going on at the border. What we need to do, if the laws were enforced as they were written, I'm not convinced that it would be too strict. I am convinced that we might need to put more money at the border and more manpower to be able to navigate the laws as they're written. But I certainly understand and agree with the fact that the open border concept is a reaction to the present process that's in place. I, I, yeah, I totally yeah, it's agree just, with that. yeah, it's ridiculous. Jeff, you have a reality to look at, and that reality is in the United States, they have drive throughs is the only way they serve you at McDonald's because they don't have enough people to run that's the right. walk in restaurant. So that's right. So we're in a situation that we don't have enough people willing to work because our social programs also have contributed to this problem that you can receive monies from our government and not have to work. But nonetheless, that's not the whole case. Part of the problem is the United States is so prosperous that a lot of people don't have to work. Just one person out of two of a family. So part of this problem is the problem of success. So to do liberal jobs, to do jobs that others don't want to do, you need to have a border to where people can come across and work, pay taxes, and they would be contributing to our government instead of coming in and giving you a card that our government will keep you up at a level of two to yeah. $3,000 a month if right. you'll just come in illegal. Now, I don't yeah. know how bright you've got to be to understand one way costs you and the other one generates money mm-hmm. to the bottom line. Yeah, right. Uh, you see. So it's it's immigration or coming across the border to me is really not the big problem. The problem is how it's being administered. Where are yep. we administering it so it'll be profitable to the United States? Or are we administering it in a way that it's going to be draining to the United right. States? Right. Exactly. Those are exactly. the two choices. Mm-hmm. You don't shut something down just because you're administering it poorly. You straighten up your administration. That's exactly right. It points to to the problem problem that we need to solve. Exactly. The problem is not people wanting to come here. Our problem is the administration to helping people being productive people yep. uh, into this system here. And right. uh, we have a lot of name calling, a lot of, and I understand. Do I believe that we've had criminals come across the border? Well, of course we have. Do I think we could have done a little better in vetting all? Of course we could have. But it gets all down to administration. And being mm-hmm. practical, having a fast track where you could come in and be a, a vital worker that contributes to, to taxes and then also gets jobs done that nobody here wants to do because they've been so prosperous. Right. And uh, and I'm okay with that. But still, you need to let somebody, somebody, I'm a farmer, somebody's got to milk a cow. I yeah, mean, somewhere. Exactly right, I right. got robots everywhere, but you still got to put the milk. You still have to have workers there 
and we still have to do that work. So I submit to you, Jeff, that our that the problem, and to bring more definition to this title, America First or America Only, I think that the having the concept of America Only comes from the idea we're finding ourselves in such a deficit now, Jeff, for people to work in our country. It causes us to think America mm-hmm. Only because we're not generating enough to give away yeah. to the world. It takes people I somewhere. Somebody's going to have to work. Yeah, I mean, I'm, that's right. I know we're prosperous, and I'm okay if you're prosperous enough. You don't have to. Well, my hat's off to you. But that's not going to run the country. And, and you know, uh, Alan, honestly, I mean, I, I know that we, we talk about these issues like this, and, and are there parallels to the church? And there absolutely are. There's a lot of people sitting in their own local assembly that don't want their assembly to grow. They don't want to bring in new people because yeah. they like it just like it is. I know. And what happens is, it develops this internal attitude where they internalize everything into their one local assembly. It narrows the worldview and it destroys openness to the Holy Spirit to be able to move and to actively work in somebody's life. So they're the same parallels, it has to be a spirit that does this because it's it crosses the physical lines, the physical universe and the supernatural at the same yeah, time. Yeah. So I do believe it is a spirit. There's no doubt. And the United States, I think, Jeff, has to be a very giving country because that's who we are. Right. And I think if we get paranoid and start denying our very roots of who we are, yeah. I do think we'll cease to exist because right, there's too. a biblical concept of giving. Giving is a type of planting. Mm-hmm. You have to give a seed into the soil before it can sprout and bring a great increase. Well, I, I'll also say this just as to offer it for consideration. If we continue on the same path that we're on, it won't be long till the immigration crisis will solve itself because we're going to be so poor. No one's going to want to come here. That's right. You're you're well, that's a true prophetic word if I've ever heard it or just a common sense word. Yeah, it's common sense. You don't. Yeah, yeah it's just a common sense. I couldn't agree with you more, Jeff. Okay, yep. buddy. Well, listen, we've run out of time today, Jeff. All right, on Alan this Smith. topic, I think it's a good topic. It's a good article by Dennis Prager. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see it on the stream. Title of the article is America First, America Only. And uh, Jeff and I, I think we are saying uh, America First. Yeah, uh, So that we can bless others. That's and right. And not the concept of America Only. It's just us right. and me and mine, and yeah, we're not going to bless right. anybody. That's right. Okay, buddy. Well, that's Dennis Prager's uh, article, and he's going to stick to it, I'm sure. Yeah, he will. On this, Absolutely. On, on this day of November, Jeff, we're almost close to Christmas. I can feel that the Grinch spirit leaving you as we speak, uh, and oh. there is hope that you will not have coal under the tree. The doldrums of Christmas giving has begun. <laughs> Repent, therefore. <laughs> All right, buddy. Have a All good right. one. Okay, okay. bye bye. Thank you for joining today's Smith and Rowan show. You can check out our website at kingdompropheticsociety.org and our daily unplugged podcast at smithandrowanshow.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.